Hi, this is Jason King, and you're listening to the Health Policy and Advocacy Nursing Network, also known as HPAN. Indiana Legislative Council will be convening tomorrow, May 21st. That means that the legislative leaders are returning to the State House tomorrow. According to Blaine Miley at the Indiana State Nurses Association, usually this meeting is used to determine the interim study committee topics for the year. For those topics selected, there'll be a date in late summer or early fall where a study committee of legislators will hold a public hearing to listen to testimony on the selected topic. For today's podcast, however, I'd like to focus on building relationships with your state legislator and congressional leaders. Indiana has a part-time legislature, which means that it does not convene year-round. In the odd years, like 2019, the General Assembly convenes to work on the biennial budget and will do so during the first four months of the year. In the even years, the General Assembly will only convene for the first three months of the year. When not in session, typically the legislators will return back to their homes and places of business. Now is the perfect time to start building relationships with your legislator. According to the Indiana Hospital Association, there are three main points when becoming an advocate. First, Find out who represents your area at the state and national levels. Visit them, email them, or call them when there is legislation that could affect the way your hospital cares for its patients. You can find your legislator through the Capital Call app or by going to the Indiana General Assembly website, www.iga.in.gov. Second, research the issues. When working with legislators, it is important to give priority to the most pressing issues impacting Hoosier Health. And finally, tell your story. Nothing is as powerful as your experience. Tell lawmakers that hospitals are critical to the health of Indiana's economy. Tell them what healthcare professionals are doing every day to make Indiana a better place to live and work. According to Seth Turner of the Congressional Management Foundation, he stated that a good advocate must follow the three R's, relationships, relationships, relationships. With that being said, I'd like to share a little about my experience at the AONL Advocacy Day. By sharing my story, I hope to relate how easy it is to begin to forge relationships with those who represent you. Last week, I was fortunate enough to go to Washington, D.C. to participate in the American Organization for Nursing Leadership Advocacy Day. For those of you who do not know, AONL is formerly AONE. On May 9th, AONE changed its name to better reflect the members they serve. AONL proudly serves 9,800 nurse leaders across the United States. They have a different name, but the same mission, to shape healthcare through innovative and expert nursing leadership. Last Tuesday, we had a prep course that helped us understand why in-person visits were so important to the congressional leaders. Here's a little bit of the why behind the personal visits. The Congressional Management Foundation conducted research between 2004 and 2016 regarding Congress, their congressional staff, and their constituents. Although constituents did not believe that congressmen truly care about their opinions, a 2013 survey of the House District Directors said that 95% said meeting with constituents are somewhat or very important to developing new ideas for issues and legislation. In a 2011 survey of members of the House of Representatives, members rated staying in touch with constituents as being the job aspect most critical to their effectiveness, with 95% rating it as very important. Finally, in 2004 and 2010, those surveys of congressional staff, 99% and 97% 
stated that an in-person visit from constituents would have some or a lot of influence on an undecided lawmaker. To learn more about this study, you can go to their website, congressfoundation.org. On Wednesday morning, AONL prepared us to meet our congressional leaders on Capitol Hill. AONL did an amazing job as they worked with 126 participants representing 29 different states. It was very important for us to be united, aligned with the same message. First, we were to introduce ourselves to our congressman or congresswoman to help them understand as specifically as possible where we are from. It is important for them to know that you are a constituent living or working in their district. Secondly, we introduced AONL as many were already familiar with AONE, but it was up to us to help them understand why AONL made the important change in their name. Third, we explained three bills that we would really like them to focus on. The first one is H.R. 728, which is the Title VIII Nursing Workforce Reauthorization Act, which has not been authorized since 2014. This bill provides funding for nursing research and education and would be authorized through 2024. Secondly, the Home Health Care Planning Improvement, which is S-296 and H.R. 2150. The ultimate reason behind this bill is to allow the advanced practice nurses to write a discharge order to home health. Currently, a physician must write the order. And finally, S-997 and H.R. 2056 is the United States Cadet Nurse Corps Service Recognition Act. This bill would allow the up to 120,000 nurses who served during World War II between the years 1943 and 1948 to be recognized, receive honorable discharge, receive any medals, and have burial privileges of other servicemen and women. To quote the ANA, the U.S. Cadet Nurse Corps served in World War II and are the only uniformed corps members from that war who haven't recognized who are not recognized as veterans. The United States Cadet Nurse Corps Service Recognition Act would correct this and ensure that these nurses' service to their country is never forgotten. AONL provided leave behind so that each member of Congress could have our talking points. I was able to meet with Representative Hollingsworth, but also met with the legislative assistant to Representative Bouchon and the health policy director of Senator Young. It is important to note that meeting with the staff is just as important as meeting with the leader of Congress. These important staffers con control the congressional leader's calendar and provide much of the research. The congressional leaders rely heavily on them. Therefore, a relationship with a staffer is just as important with the congressional leader themselves. Finally, in parting, we had three asks of each of the members of Congress. First, fund nursing research and nursing workforce. Second, sponsor the three bills we discussed. And three, join the Nurse Caucus. I hope by relating my story of AONL Advocacy Day, you can see how easy it is to meet with those who represent you. It is important to build relationships throughout the year and not just wait for one formal day. In fact, when I got home today, in the mail, I had a handwritten note from Representative Hollingsworth thanking me for my visit. The final thing you need to do is to follow up with each legislative assistant and or member of Congress or your legislator if it was a state visit. I sent each an email thanking them for their time and also a very abbreviated reminder of the reason for our visit and a bullet point reminder of our requests. I sent the emails on Friday and today I received a personal email from Senator Young's health policy director. As you can see, it does not take a lot of effort to begin to advocate for health policy. 
As with any relationship, clear communication is essential. As always, if you want to get more involved in advocacy and are looking for help, please contact me at jking at iuhealth.org, and I would gladly help you become more involved. If there's ever any content or education that you'd like for me to cover, please let me know. You can follow me on Twitter at jking underscore iuh. As a united five team, together we can lead the transformation of healthcare through quality, innovation, and education and make Indiana one of the nation's healthiest states.